When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. This is Savvy Psychologist. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Perseverance, especially in the face of adversity, is praised so highly and so often that sometimes we forget there's another option. This week, by request from listener Sari in Melbourne, Australia, we'll remember that sometimes it's best to throw in the towel. Plus, how not to feel like a failure when you call it quits. The slogans are countless. You only get out what you put into it. I never dreamed of success. I worked for it. Nothing worth having comes easy. Even Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000-hour rule claims that the holy grail of mastery is achieved only through decades of dedication. But how often do you hear a slogan that says you've tried hard enough at building your business, chasing your dream, sustaining your relationship, and now it's time to move on. Rarely. And how much blood, sweat, and tears are wasted on hopeless cases? A lot. Maybe you've been there, drained emotionally, financially, or both, but somehow you can't bear to step away. Why? Well, consider a concept known as the sunk cost fallacy. It comes from both psychology and economics and refers to a decision-making bias that leads us to pour more time, money, effort, or other resources into a project simply because we've already invested in it. We fall prey to this when the stakes are high, like continuing to throw money and energy into a clearly doomed business, or low, like forcing yourself to finish a lousy salad just because you overpaid 12 bucks for it. No matter the scale, we humans are reliably illogical when it comes to calling it quits. Okay, why do we do this? Why did evolution do this to us? Well, researchers theorize that the phenomenon may come from an effort to avoid wasting precious resources. And this rule makes sense when you look at it from a scarcity perspective. Better to keep slogging away if you've already invested limited resources, but at a certain point, the logic breaks down. For instance, it might seem a waste to part ways with a partner of many years, but continuing in vain to repair the relationship is no less wasteful. You could argue that staying in is actually more wasteful and that bringing an unfulfilling, emotionally draining relationship to an end frees up the opportunity to try again. The notion of failure, though, is so stigmatized that it's no wonder we keep the doors of our failing jazz bar open rather than truly facing the music. Plus, it just feels wrong to jump ship, even though we're likely to sink. However, that feeling may actually be the sunk cost fallacy leading us astray. So what to do? Well, here are seven ways not only to throw in the towel, but to feel good about it. Tip number one, write down not only what it's cost you already, but what it will cost in the future. Sometimes going with our gut can be useful, but sometimes, as famously described by Nick Hornby in High Fidelity, what our guts have for brains is questionable. And you can find a link to John Cusack's actual line in the show notes. So bypass your gut by actually writing out gains and losses associated with staying in 
and gains and losses associated with getting out. It's similar to the classic pros and cons list, and it helps you focus on the often forgotten opportunity costs that come with staying in. Tip number two, reconceptualize giving up as knowing when to quit. In this society, everyone from Thomas the Train to Sean Paul tells us to never give up. Indeed, the most straightforward never give up quote is attributed to Winston Churchill, who allegedly said simply, never, never, never give up. But it turns out this was taken out of context. What he really said was never give in except to convictions of honor and good sense. Indeed, the idea of giving up is so unacceptable that sometimes we forget the maturity and integrity required to realize something is not working and that a change needs to be made. The take-home, never give up, should not be taken as a blanket statement. Indeed, giving in when it makes good sense or is the honorable thing to do is the right choice. And I think even Thomas the Train would agree. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called The Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen. Tip number three think of giving up as a sign of wisdom. A study in the prestigious journal Psychological Science found that young adults are significantly more likely to engage in the sunk cost fallacy than senior citizens. Why? Well, younger adults have a stronger negativity bias, meaning that they weigh negative information, such as losses, more heavily than positive information. The decisions of older adults, by contrast, generally reflect a more balanced approach to gains and losses. Turns out, the older we get, the wiser and more prudent we may become about how best to invest our resources. In short, sometimes cutting our losses is the wisest, most mature choice. Tip number four, sometimes you have to throw out the baby with the bathwater. One thing people hate about giving up is feeling like something outside their control got the best of them. However, you can regain some control by reframing your choice to get out as a tough love executive decision. This project may be your baby, but sometimes you just have to throw out the baby. Tip number five, relabel failure. Biases and fallacies aside, the heart of our resistance to throwing in the towel is our fear of failure. We've been socialized to see goals that never come to fruition as failure. And it's even harder when the failure is public, like a marriage or a business venture. Choosing to end a relationship or a project, especially if you started out gung-ho and all-in, is a loss to be grieved. So give yourself the space to do so, but then consider this. It's not failure if it moves you forward. So call it lightening your burden, simplifying your life, making a better choice, taking stock, 
turning over a new leaf, moving on, rising up, whatever you want, none of which carries any whiff of failure. Tip number six, you can't control everything. Sometimes life hands you circumstances that you just can't turn around. You may put your heart and soul into launching, say, a bakery, but maybe the opening coincided with the low-carb craze, your landlord just doubled your rent, and there's been a run-up on worldwide sugar prices. Could you control any of this? Not on your life. You may feel like you failed, but release responsibility for those things that had nothing to do with your competence, dedication, or character. And tip number seven, knowledge is power. One last tip. Take solace in knowing that everyone is subject to the whims of fate and human error, and most people don't muster the necessary clarity and strength to challenge the sunk cost fallacy. So if you get out, consider yourself operating at a higher level of human reasoning. To wrap up, you didn't know then what you know now. What's more, there's no way you could have known. But now that you're armed with knowledge, experience, and dare we say some wisdom, you'll be ready to chuck your sunk costs and chart your course anew. Savvy Psychologist is audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg and edited by Karen Hertzberg. As always, Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Can't get enough? If you haven't already, head over to ellenhendrickson.com and sign up to get even more tips to feel comfortable and confident. That's ellenhendrickson.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week for a happier, healthier mind. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches Podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen.